This is from Darkei HaChizuk, Sichus from Moran, the Shishiva of Gershon Edelstein Zatzal. He left over, he left over information that if we learn to live like this, it's doable and it can really, really help. It says over here, Rabbeinu Zatzal left behind the Tzava for generations. All of his close Talmudim knew about the Petak, the note, with the Schuyas. When anyone needed a bracha or a Yeshua, Rabbeinu immediately suggested that he strengthen himself in the matters on that list of schuyas. Sometimes he even told a person to continue with the schuyas even after the Yeshua. These schuyas include the essence of the foundations and main principles mentioned in his sikhs over the years. Last year during Adar, the participants of Agudas Yisrael of America's Yachikala paid Rabbeinu a visit in his home where he spoke about the happiness and good fortune inherent in a life of Torah. And while he was in the middle of speaking, he stopped and he asked someone, please bring me my petek, the notes that he wrote for himself. And before he started reading it, he said, let's mention a few very important things, Lemaisa, for someone who wants to be meushar. Let's mention some practical things for someone who wants to be, how do you say me'ushar? Huh? That is not a word. No. Me'ushar. Fortunate. Right? Me'ushar. Satisfied. Me'ushar. Fortunate. And to live a fortunate life where they're happy. This is what he said on that occasion. May be a they may encourage others to follow in his ways and to learn from his midas le'ilu nishmasei ha-tahira. Here we go. It's very short and it's very, very practical. This is a way for us to live a happy life that we are going to be calm and happy. Let us mention a very few important practical matters for someone who wants to be me'ushar, happy and fortunate. That's how he starts. Number one, shmiras haloshan. Do not criticize others. There's a lot of things of Shemir Salashan. But this is the first thing that he mentions. This is what he says. Do not criticize others. And I think it's, it's of course, all Lashon Hara is bad and Sinah and all Rechilos and everything. But the first step in, in our having a happy life, and it's so interesting, is not go for a massage every day, do something for yourself, spend, spend, he's talking about, you want to be happy? Stop criticizing other people. And when you start thinking about this, how much negativity comes out of ourselves is unbelievable. It's like we ooze negativity. I heard somebody talking about somebody else, and the other guy said, why are you talking bad about a person? And the other guy froze, because he didn't even realize. He's just schmoozing. If it's not positive, if you're not complimenting other people, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be a source of adding criticism in the world. There's enough of it. Number two, not only in speech but also in one's heart. Judge others favorably in your heart that their improper act was a mistake, just as the Rambam instructed his son in the Igeris Ramban, just as the Ramban instructed his son in the Igeris Ramban, and he says as follows, Every person should be greater than you in your eyes, for if he sinned, he is a shaygig, an unintentional sinner, and you are amazed, an, an intentional sinner. Every time you see somebody sin, you, in your mind, you should say he's a shaygig. He do, doesn't mean to do it. Since you are important and a bardas, you are amazed. 
since you know what's necessary and you don't fulfill everything you know. The other person, however, he is a shaygig. He doesn't know better and is not to be blamed for his actions. That's how one should be done. How important. So the first thing is, don't criticize other people. Second thing is, not only in speech, but even in your heart, judge other people favorably. Now, what happens is, by the way, you end up being surrounded by wonderful people who make mistakes by accident and don't mean to be bad. Instead of surrounding yourself by criticizing people and looking down at them and judging them bad, you're surrounded by a bunch of horrible people. Rabbeinu, Rav Gershon Zatzal, and old Tzadikim were always happy because they were surrounded by wonderful people. But, he mean, but, but, but they made a mistake, they judged them favorably. You end up having a nicer family. You end up having nicer friends. Your life is just better off. Number three, don't be makbid on the other person. This is very hard. If someone caused me pain and I'm angry at him and I want to get back at him, this is a total mistake. After all, everything is in heaven's hands and the pain that you got was decreed upon you from Shemayim. And whatever the merciful one does is for the good. If so, from Hashem, this is for my good. This pain that this person caused me is for my good. And while I don't know why, it was sent to me as a healing for me. The pain that he is causing me is good for me. If so, why should I be angry at him? After all, he is just doing me a favor. So I understand this is already a very high madrega. But he's telling you different things. If we could do 20%, 30%, it's going to make our lives better. I think I would still be angry at the guy for doing the shlichus with such simcha, you know. Right? He's a shliach to bring you bad, but he doesn't have to do it with such a geschmack. He didn't have to be the shliach. Magagalin chayv Okay. Four. There is a Gemara in Yuma, Daf 87, that if another person is angry at me, and he has a kpeda on me, or even if he's not in the right, even if he's not in the right, if he's a Jew, a Yiddish neshama, and he's makbed on me, it is a sin on his part. Somebody's angry at me, and he's upset at me, he is sinning. So listen to the twist. Therefore, we must save him from sinning. It's a mitzvah to save somebody else from sinning. Therefore, you must appease him, so he should not bear a kpeda even if he's wrong. Due to the you must appease him, so he won't bear a sin. This is a very, very high madrega. I agree. The guy is wrong, and he's upset at you. You should appease him because of a half means I should love you like myself. I don't want you to have that sin, so I should go over to you and apologize, and even though you're wrong. Why? So this way he shouldn't have a kapeda, he shouldn't be makbed on me, he shouldn't feel anger towards me. Very high madrega. Listen, he's saying that what we're going to get is to have a fortunate and a happy life. It's still cheaper than therapy. You know, people pay a lot more to have a happy life. He's saying this is a cloud. Five, there is a cloud that heaven acts with us, midah k'neged midah. Therefore, Chazal say, Babakama 92a, that if one davens and asks for mercy for his friend, he's answered first, If a person needs a Yeshua, and he davens and asks for mercy for another person to have a Yeshua, in this merit he himself will have a Yeshua be saved. 
But this is dafka if he davens with his whole heart, if he has rachmanus on the other person, and that's why he's davening for him. In the schus of his rachmanus on the other person, heaven will have mercy on him. We can do that, right? You see other people in terrible situations, and you have mercy on them, and you cry for them, and you daven to Hashem, that they should be saved, whatever they're going through. We can do that, right? We love them, we feel terrible for them, we cry out to Hashem for them, and not only is that a mitzvah and you're helping them, but you yourself are going to get helped. Number six, the last one. It's also important to say a little Tehillim every day. A few prakim. Each person, according to his ability. One parak or two, or three. He's not asking for a lot. Tehillim is a tila that David HaMelech davened, and is written that saying Tehillim is almost like Torah. The Medrash Tehillim says it's almost like learning Torah. These are six matters that provide a person with a good, happy, fortunate life as a Hashem. And we must also daven for all of Klal Yisrael. This was a theme of Reb Gershon Zatzal. means you have to daven for Klal Yisrael. You have to have Rachmanus on those poor people who don't know about Torah and Mitzvahs. Those who are unintentional sinners, which he says everyone. I was by him and I asked him, how does Rosh Hashiva look at those kids who go off the derech? He said, Anusim. Oynis, that's the way pure tzaddikim, they don't want to see bad, they don't want to criticize, they're not so excited, he's going to go to Gehenna, and he should know better, and being angry at everybody, he had such a fortunate, happy life, because all he saw is everybody's trying their best. Only individuals could be sometimes intentional sinners, but most people are unintentional sinners. We must have kavon and shmane esrim, when we say, hashivenu avinu l'sayrasecha. Return us to your Torah, that Shemaim should have mercy on all of Klal Yisrael to do tshuva. If a large tzibur davens for this, for all of Klal Yisrael, we would have already seen the Yeshua, and the tefillah would have helped, because the power of tefillah b'tzibur is tremendous, as it says, Hein kel kaber v'luyimas. It's unbelievable. We should make a kinnis of everybody in Klal Yisrael should get together, and call out to Hashem, Hashivenu avinu l'sayrasecha. He brings down many times, of, for siblings and for other people, even if you don't have the ability to be Makar, well, why aren't you crying? You see somebody in your block that's suffering with a, a problem or, or a kid off the derech or whatever problem it is, why don't you daven for them? Hashivenu avinu l'sarisecha. It's Allah and Rabbim. Hashivenu avinu l'sarisecha. All of us, we have to daven for all of those that are not from. The main thing, Lamaisa, he says, is to strengthen oneself in these matters. And how to do so? He said this all the time, is by learning Musr just for a few minutes a day. It should, just should be interesting Musr, because if something is not interesting, it won't have a kiyum, and it won't have a hashpa, an influence on you. But there are many Musrs for him, such as Chayvah Salvavas, Mesil Sisharim, Pelayayitz, Shari Tshuva, Arch Sadikim, and many others. Every Musr Sefer that's interesting has an influence. And when someone learns Musr for a few minutes a day, it has an effect on the entire household. A different atmosphere permeates in the house, and it turns into a happy, joyful house. This is the Eitzel Amaisa practical advice for a good, happy, fortunate life. Be'ezus Hashem, may Hashem have mercy on all of Klal Yisrael, that we should merit Ashrecha Ba'olam Hazeh. And it says here, editor's note, over the last year, Rabbeinu Zatzal decided to add something else to the petek, to the note, the Indian of learning Musr, that we should learn Musr for five minutes a day. 
So he basically brings down six ideas. Some of them are really not that difficult. We should start with that. Some of them are extremely difficult. But this is his advice on how to lead a happy, healthy, fortunate life. It's Chusu Yagan Aleinu.